your phones off, put your yawns down. Let's do this. The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family. We've had a very funny tweet. Oh yeah? Very funny tweet. Can I can I can I straight into business, I see? Yeah, yeah. Come on, mate. Straight on with it. Um it's, very good. Yeah, well that's how we that's how we work. Hang on, I'm now padding because I've lost it. <laughs> yeah, very good, very good. <laughs> Under a minute in. Let the padding commence. Here we go. It's from Hannah. Okay, good start. Um, she says, I'm in the middle of a meeting and they have just said about everyone being on the same page. The need to quote the segment on the same page as a lame page was too great. And I silenced the meeting. <laughs> yes, that's for you, Hannah. Uh, the, the glorious thing about that, Hannah, is that on the same page as a lame page means basically nothing within the context of this podcast it's so nonsensical within yeah. the context of this nonsense so outside it oh wonderful yeah like it's great if if you can have an in joke that's so in there's basically no it's basically only inside your head that's essentially what this podcast yeah. is well it doesn't it doesn't really work it, there's no if, if i said to you mm. explain the phrase on the same page with the lame page mm. There's, oh. there's like it's the, the words page rhyme that's it isn't it there's no actual there's no joke there apart from the words page no there's no joke there that's for sure that's one of my yeah. that's, that's one of my first rules of comedy there's no actual joke there it's just persistence and enthusiasm and the illusion of something the illusion that something's been thought of <laughs> so but ha- just page. hasn't really i just imagine everyone in the meeting just looking blankly guys is a lame page you know from cabin fever the podcast no okay cool um anyway that's thrilled me so thank you for that message hannah very nice to also on the subject of tweets um actually quite an array of stuff like i don't want to i don't want to how you gonna come on dave how are you gonna say this how are you gonna say this come on uh, we're getting a lot of tweets Mm. and it's a real nice mark of um people listening and interacting with the show but it also means that i keep forgetting to read them out we have to talk about stuff yeah because the more tweets we get it's becoming conversational admin that we've got to get through before we can... Well, which I is absolutely thrilled with because it means we have to uh, think of less, think of fewer things to say ourselves, which we're all for. But yeah. it's just I need to get into the routine. Do you know what I mean? Maybe we need like a Twitter bell where we ring the gong every morning and just be like, don't forget to check the tweets. I've got the perfect. Th- I've got the perfect noise. Oh god, is it? Yeah. For a Twitter bell. Oh my days! It's, Peebles is Robin. It's Peebles is Robin. Great, that's so good. That's that's what we're going to use. Okay, so the Twitter bell. Um, the first one to mention is the, is the tweet from Steve Fisher. Did you see that? Read the Tom list regarding the top 10 Toms. Well, that's the one I was about to bring up for you. Oh, yes. Well, thank you. It's lovely what he's done. He says, I've fixed the Tom list for you. Now, from- I'm I, I'm not sure what he means by that. Has he... Oh, I see what he does. I see what he means. He he means he's, I think he's it. voted for me, mate. I think he's voted for me on the top 10 Toms list on Ranker. And he, he's, he's got me into a number 107. What's quite upsetting about the screen grab that he's put on the Twitter? <laughs> Do you Do know you exactly what exactly what it is? And, well, as a parent, hopefully you'll get this reference. But it's, it's your Mike Wazowski in the Mon- Monsters, Inc. advert on the telly. Exactly so. Thank you. So the, <laughs> there is a square. <laughs> and the only, the only portion of the square picture... Mm-hmm. That isn't the photo, as it were, is a small white square in the top left corner that says 107. Which is the number. He hasn't even got me in the top 10. He's got me to number 107, so that hurts. That stings already. So there's a big 107 on the picture. Whereabouts is it, Dave? 
the problem is the way that the, the picture's been chosen. It's a picture of you and Kai Owen at some sort of Torchwood thing. Mm-hmm. And the 107 is right over your face, isn't right it? Right over my face. I mean, there's a lovely shot of Kai looking very happy and delightful. And uh, might I say, very well toned. Yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah, he does. He does Well, Kai's now a fitness. He's now a PT instructor. PT, Kai, isn't he? Yeah, I he, saw that. He's yeah. very good at it. So he's still acting, still doing his acting, but he likes shouting at people in the park as well. If you are a fan of screaming at people in the park, then I recommend you become a PE instructor, which is what Kai's done. PE. <laughs> it's PE instruction, isn't it? Same difference. Um, it's true, though. You know, you get, uh, shall we say, eccentric people who sit on park benches shouting. If you put someone in front of them doing press-ups, it looks completely normal. Mm. So next yeah, time you true. see, you know, an eccentric person in a park who's shouting at thin air, just get in front of them and start doing some ab work, doing a few crunches, a few burpees, and they'll look like a normal person. You know what I mean? It's helping. It's always helping. Can, can I just ask a quick, a quick admin question? Oh, yeah, this I love is admin. still yeah. on air. Absolutely. But, I'm not editing this out, mate. Yeah, keep the gold in, yeah. Well, no, no. And, and, and I'd, I, I'd like to clarify before I ask the question, this is not a complaint, but more an excitement. But can I hear the click clacking of typing in the background? Yes, that is. Um, well, is, is that then? Is is that actually? Are we hearing a live writing of top ten best-selling authors Beth Murray's new fiction work? That's my question. What you're hearing is top ten uh, Sunday Times best-selling novelist, international bestseller. Uh, reviews four point six nine out of five on Amazon. Over five hundred reviews now. Uh, you can hear her typing. Her she's doing a blog. She does it. She, she does a TV oh, review God. blog. Yeah, BethMurray.com, isn't it? Um, yeah. so, so she's doing that now. What are you writing about? The Crown. She's writing about The Crown. Okay, how many apps in are you? How many? Uh, we're three. I was about to ask her, but I've been there throughout. Three. Yeah. We're three apps in. Oh, I'm only two apps in, actually, so oh. uh, no spoilers for app three. Well, Princess Diana. Uh, this. The, what's the name of the actor playing her? We must. What's her name, Beth? Emma Corrin. Uh, nothing, Beth. Just talking about Emma Corrin. You probably don't know who that is. Um, Emma Corrin? Mm. Playing Diana. Um Yep. She looks oh. so much like Princess Diana. She's uh, ma- she's going to steal the series. Everyone's been excited about Gillian Anderson playing Maggie Thatcher, which yeah. is just a bit weird because she's just doing a slightly strange impression, and it's really mannered. And I know Maggie Thatcher was very mannered, but mm, it's not it's not really working for me. Whereas right. what this woman's doing as Diana is as a rendition of her and it's extraordinary she is stealing the series and episode three is all about her and it is a masterpiece honestly it's some of the best tv i've, I've watched it is incredible yeah it's it's i mean big fan of the crown or all, all big fans of it yeah what the institution yeah, and the tv series i'd say more the tv series and the institution certainly mm-hmm. but you know the tv series gives me a, a slight more air of sympathy to the institution actually well that'll change in episode three mate Trust me. Yeah, again, well, it's already... Did you find... This is a strange one, but did you find yourself in Epsom 1 and 2 occasionally feeling a bit sorry for Maggie Thatcher? Unbelievable scenes. Right. I know. I know. That that really sort of hammers home (laughs) back to my sort of uh, anti-monarchy stance that Mm. that feels, feels more and more justified because if I can feel sorry for... Yeah. Maggie Thatcher. Poor Maggie. And this isn't, this isn't a spoiler at all, actually. But and, and I'm asking you, Tom, as as a posh person, would, would that be all right? <laughs> you can fucking talk. A, so well, I'm from the north, mate. I'm from yeah, the north. You're possible. from Monmouth. You can have poshos in the north as well. Right, go on. Yeah. Uh, what the fuck is Ibble Dibble Dibble Ibble? Ibble Dibble Dibble. Oh, it's it's just a parlor game. Yeah, yeah. It's but this is what I mean. Where you, that, that's um, not. You have to try and you have to say things in a certain way, 
And I'm, I literally don't know is the answer to this well, question. Well, no, I, I, I read up on the pissing thing. Independent, oh. in, in some excellent top quality journalism, yeah. did an entire article going, what is the Ibble Dibble game they play in The Crown? Oh, well, tell me what the game is. explained it rule by rule. Is it as good but, as the postcard lottery, which we need to talk about more? Oh, no, it's not. Of course it's not. Okay. So, uh, so okay, shall I genuinely explain the rules as I understand them now? Dave, what is this podcast for if it's not for explaining obtuse aristocratic parlor games? It's so it's such a posh it made me so angry that <laughs> like it made me so fucking angry. Good. Um but yeah, so Ibble so every person playing Ibble Dibble has a number. So you might be number one Ibble Dibble Tom, and I'd be number two Ibble Dibble. Beth might be number three Ibble Dibble. Yeah. Okay. And then there's a blackened cork. Yes felt it pen mm-hmm. um but of course it's a blackened cork because that's a way of people feeling posh i see um and every time someone makes a mistake in the game you get a dibble ibble not right. a dibble, dibble. but what is a mistake how do you make a mistake by well i'll get i'll get onto that in a okay, minute right. but the number of dibble ibbles you have is the number of black marks you have on your face made by that blackened cork they're passing around right i see Okay? Yes. And then the entire game... This is it. This is the whole game. Yeah. As I understand it, according to the Independent... Is to kill the poor. Is that it? Is to, <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's to steal the milk. Yeah. Uh, the, entire, the entire aim of the game is that you say, it's your turn, and you just have to nominate somebody else, right? But you have to say it by saying your number and the number of mistakes you've made, mm. and then the same for them. So if you're number one and I'm number two, Tom, ah, I see. I'd say... Number two, Ibble Dibble. At the start of the game, I'd have no Dibble Ibbles, right? Because yeah. I've not made a mistake yet. So I'd say number two, Ibble, Ibble Dibble. Dibble. With, two, with no Dibble Ibbles, yes. calling number one, Ibble Dibble, with no Dibble Ibbles. Uh, because they've got right? no Dibble Ibbles on the... Yeah, I yeah. See, yeah. And then, but if I went like, oh, with no Flibble Blibbles, I'd get a Dibble Ibble. So next time I'd have one Dibble Ibble. So it's ah, basically... So as soon as you make it, as soon as you spoonerize it and you make yeah. a mistake, you get a, yeah. a mark on your face. But Oof. for me, mm. just watching loads of posh people do that was i just i was fu- i was furious watching loads of posh people play a game that is effectively slowly blacking up i mean that is what well, they're I mean, doing yeah i mean there's a whole there's a whole, oh, there's a whole God. extra extra it, layer there Tom. It, it really was excruciating and yeah. uh, it must be said this 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 series i am in previous series i have liked the royal family more right whereas in this series i'm starting to go they're just a bit fucking gross they're just a bit fucking gross but you know maybe that's the game that the writer is playing with us dave and um, trying to offer balance but we don't need to this isn't the BBC it's a podcast um, it's fine they're not very nice as Meghan Markle I'm sure will tell you yeah yeah exactly she's our guest next week um, <laughs> yeah I, also worth pointing out there's there's a few more uh, still to come um, very nice to hear from can we say can we say people's Twitter names on this I don't know whether we can or not we, yes, yes 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 yes. okay Robot Moth is really nice and she just said um, your show genuinely makes my day better isn't that nice yeah that was genuinely nice I yeah. got a little a little emotional then that was yeah, very very exactly. sweet exactly that was really nice but, um, and then there was one other thing I wanted to mention oh yeah Tombo's been back on hello Tombo great episode chaps thank you very much I'm now fully on board with the plumbing thanks for the clarification there you go and it's also worth saying a lot of the tweets that we're pulling out now we're having to scroll past that's an astonishing number of tweets suggesting magic-based monopoly yes. <laughs> locations, which I am thrilled that you've all gone for. It's become less of a place to communicate and more of a forum for puns. It is worth saying, and my dad pointed this out to me, he texted me to say, you're going to have to expand into sort of 
the world of Harry Potter and yeah, his dark materials is and all, you know, all of that sort of stuff. And that mm-hmm. gives us a lot more to play with. Yes. And people have started doing that rather than what we were doing, admittedly off air. What was just going last week's episode? Just going Paul Daniels, Paul Paul Lester Square Daniels, exactly. We we, we only need two magicians. Yeah, so we need not David Blaine or Paul Daniels. The world of magic, and actually, there's quite a lot of magicians, and there's lots of things and and you know wands and capes and all that sort of stuff. You can find there's there's Wand Street, yeah, for Bond Street. Wand Street. Ah. There we right. go, mate. We, this, that was a little preview of Monday's show. Um, <sighs> also worth saying, if you are listening to this episode on th- Thursday morning, don't forget that at 3 o'clock today, 3 p.m. on Thursday the 19th, we are doing Fun Time Friday. We are recording it on uh, Thursday afternoon at 3 p.m. Thursday the 19th, 3 p.m. Um, check out our Twitter, uh, and we will publish a link on there, and then you can join us uh, on the podcast live and fight for your conversational life. Yes? Yes. Is this a good opportunity to play our Twitter number out loud? I'd say so, then play the adverts, then we'll get Elaine Page on. Thank you. Cabin F-E-A-3709. Oh, 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 that's our Twitter name. I do have an update, which I forgot to do yesterday, on the pronunciation mm-hmm. of Bowness on Windermere. Ba- Bowness or Bowness? Bowness. I feel like I should save it now for next Windermere Wednesday. Save it for Windermere Wednesdays, mate. This is yeah. Think of Something Thursdays with Elaine Page. You don't need it today. The well, What I will give you is a, is a teaser, though, that neither of those is correct. <gasps> this is as big as when we found out that Everest is pronounced wrong. Do you remember that? No. Was that on this podcast? Maybe it was on a different podcast. No, it was, was on a, this podcast. Was, was that a dream you had? No, no. Mount Everest, right, is named after a british guy right the family spelt that way, right but the way you pronounce that family surname is everest is that true yes oh my god i've I'm never sure heard that in my life i I've must have been on one of my life. other podcasts oh damn it um this is the problem when you've got 19 stupid podcasts going at the same time um yeah and mount everest is mispronounced okay that's it's interesting not, it's 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 named after a man called everest and that's how their family name is pronounced everest this is going to be the problem, though, because now I'm going to... I, I'll have to correct people. Yes. Because I'm a prick. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Like, uh, uh, this will come up in conversation. It's. Do you know exactly what it is, Tom? Mm. And I've trained myself to not correct people. This when is they fewer say again. You're about to go into fewer. No, when they say Moe off of Moe and Shondon. She's got a shot. Yeah, well, Freddie Mercury's not helped the bloody cause. That's what I'd say. What is it? Moet? It should be Moet. It's Moet. Yeah, it's Moet. Yeah. But which yeah. goes against all the sort of things you think about French off of silent T's and all of that. Yeah. But yeah, it, it's actually pronounced Moet. And every time people say, which is like surprisingly regularly in my champagne socialist lifestyle, mm. um, <laughs> people, people, say, <laughs> people say Moet. And I have, I just, I've I had to train myself to bite my tongue and not be the guy that's like, uh, actually it's pronounced Moet. Yeah. Because unless somebody's asking about the pronunciation, you never come across well there. Things that you say conversationally, here's a, here's a good one, right? Tenuous, and we will get to the ads in a sec. Things yeah. that you say conversationally regularly that make you think you might be a bit of an asshole. We've just had the ads, mate. All right, can we not have them again? Can we, I, sorry, I, didn't realize, <laughs> I, I, I thought we hadn't gone to them because we'd sort of seamlessly carried on talking after the sting, so I thought we could now no, go to no, the No, 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 the, the ads were in there. Have I didn't done hear them. Oh, yeah, I did listen to them, and I am going to join the army. Um, <laughs> all right, fine. So uh, I'm going to play this thing again because I think that's quite fun. Things that you say regularly conversationally that make you think you might be a bit of an arsehole, but you can't right. help it anyway. That's the key, but you just keep doing it. And then and then Elaine Page is getting ready, okay? I think she's okay. getting ready. We'll find out in a second. 
Cabin FE83709. Oh, 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 that's our Twitter name. So, I mean, that would have been a better place for the ads, to be honest, because there was a, 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 a pregnant pause. Hmm. But never mind. There you oh. go. Wait, let's just... Let's just... No. Okay. no, we've made our bed, Tom. Okay, well, listen. Um, uh, Elaine Page is behind me right now. Beth Murray. Hi. You're going to have to put your blog down. Okay. Step away from the blog. Get your headphones ready. And we can do this. Dave, have you got the keys? Could you, what, how does the tune go for uh, on the same page? Is it oh, well, I get nervous about the same page one because... Beth really remembers how it goes, and I don't, and Do you that worries how to me. Remember tune to on the same page as Elaine Page goes. It's but, got on, too many notes whenever Dave plays. On it. the same page, but without <laughs> Elaine Page. Yeah, the one that Beth likes is a sort of morose, you know. On oh, it's not on. It's it's on got too many notes. Yeah, that's better. Last time you did too many notes. Too many yeah, notes. Too many notes. Uh, I know this is a thing, so I'm nervous about it Which now. So I'm just going to sing the same note like that. Yes, no, you are right. Okay, I'm sorry. The problem is that I never actually put any work into anything. So what I do is a sort of improvisational <laughs> version of everything. And then I cannot remember what I've done the second time, you know? I mean, we could look, listen I didn't want to episodes. big that up like I was some sort of improv genius. <laughs> but it's literally <laughs> just laziness. But um, that's, the, that's, that's where we're at. And this happens with um, Wilfred's Riddle song as well. That changes all the time, doesn't it? And luckily, Wilfred doesn't kick up a fuss, Beth, right? Mind you, Wilfred really doesn't prepare. No. He, does, he doesn't prepare. Yeah. He does not prepare his riddles at all. I don't know what, I don't know how, I don't know where those riddles come from. I'm, we must get a riddle, we must get Riddle Me Wilfred back on, actually. I'll, you, you'd be, you, to be yeah. fair, Dave, you have been WhatsApping me saying that, you know, Tom, if you are spending any time with your eldest son, can you get him to do a new riddle? Just record it, because obviously he's at school when we were making these. Um, and I, yeah. yeah, I'm going to, I will do it. I promise. I will, I will. Um, okay, good. Okay, guys. Uh, well, Beth Murray. Are you ready? She's just looking at the book. Sort She's got- of. I mean, I must admit, because I've been slightly distracted by my crown block, which is proving quite difficult, I haven't done the most preparation for this. But I have chosen right. two books and a page. I mean, what else is what else needs needs doing? Beth? And also, that, yeah. that, I, you I did got away quite with a lot that. of research into you know when it was published and. What I like is that when you first started doing this, you you had an approach which was very un cabin fevery. You know, you really you like you say you researched, you found out the story around it, you spent time on it, and you have become so much of cabin mm. fever that you've started to use our work methods which i like yeah that's true you've sucked me in with your lack of preparation mm. and now it's infected me good well i'm glad i'm glad um um beth just you won't have heard this if you didn't have your headphones on earlier but if you need some help with your crown blog i know all the rules to the ibble dibble game now but you see i think i've played ibble dibble of course you bloody have i mean i can't quite remember because i was probably pissed but i've got a feeling i've played ibble dibble mm. like a university oh. party God, I'm a terrible person. Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah. Honestly, you are. That's that's all I've got for you there because it, I I was I said to Tom, I was just it just made me rage inside that game. Oh yeah, yeah. But but the best moment probably oh, the whole series. This is no, the no, best. No, no. I'm, oh, I'm, I'm going to say, say it. I'm going to say it. I'm so annoyed. Tippity toppity down with the Nazis. <laughs> so good. Tippity toppity down with the Nazis is the best thing I've ever heard come out of anyone's mouth. I broke my lock my lockdown teetotalism just to have a drink so that I could say it. Did you really? Yeah. No, I'd broken it anyway. But I really wanted to say it, so I had a drink last night. Tippity toppity down with the Nazis. It's a wow. It's just fantastic. I love it. Um, uh, yeah, but if you've not watched The Crown, Souls, that's probably really annoying. But um, nobody hasn't watched The Crown. Everybody's yeah. watched The Crown. Uh, I bet Pablo hasn't watched it. Just thinking of some of our listeners. People sort of watched it when he. 
Ah, I reckon so. Is that all our listeners think? That's all of them, isn't it? <laughs> um, all right. Okay. Come on. Let's get. Let's get. Let's do this. Okay. Okay. And don't undermine my literary gravitas with your Elaine Page nonsense. Um, today, Fair. I've chosen the theme of historical thrillers. Ooh, oh, um, yes, please. Simply just because I've finished, I've just finished Fingersmith by Sarah Waters. Um, so that's counting as our old book, though, to be honest, it's not that old. Um, so I've got Fingersmith by Sarah Waters. And then as our more new book, uh, The Doll Factory by Elizabeth McNeil. Ooh, and lovely. they both, I think, come under the category of historical thrillers. They also come under the category of being really fucking good. Yeah, They're yeah, both they both are very good. D- well, I mean, Dolph- I'm not going to bring a shit book on this, am I? What's the point? Uh, I'm just trying to think of the books you brought on. No, okay, yeah, fair, fair, fair. All right, okay. No. So um, they're both great. It would be funny, though, if you did bring a shit book, a shit book one week. Well, maybe next week yeah. I'll do, you know, two shit books. Just just bring in a rogue, utterly shit book. Yeah, yeah, Jeffrey Archer or something like that. They're quite, I quite like Jeffrey Archer books. Yeah, actually, I think that's very snobby. Jeffrey Archer is my favourite Tory. So sorry about that. <laughs> yeah. Okay, on to these great books. So Sarah Waters' Fingersmith. Um, you may know Sarah Waters from Tipping the Velvet. We all know about Tipping the Velvet, don't we? Um, so this is London, 1862. Sue Trinder, orphaned at birth, grows up among petty thieves, fingersmiths, under the rough but loving care of Mrs Suxby and her family. But from the moment she draws breath... Sooth's fate is linked to that of another orphan growing up in a gloomy mansion not too many miles away. Oh, yeah, I like Ooh. this stuff. I like this yeah, stuff. Yeah, this is great. Yeah, it's a great book. This. She's, That's got me in already. She's also Welsh as well, Sarah Waters, so bingo. Bingo. Um, and I've cho- chosen page 74 uh, for a, a reason. Will, reason? Yeah, it's a reason I will reveal shortly. Is it because gotcha. Donald Trump is 74? No. And it'll annoy him? No, okay. it was principally to annoy you. Oh. A minute, but um, oh, exciting! I'm really in yeah, for it. Dave now. loves that. Dave's on board with that one. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, I'm on page 74 of Fingersmith, and uh, it's uh, this bit is about Sue, who's become a maid to Maud as part of a dastardly plot, um, and she's working for her in a big house called Briar. At 11 o'clock, a maid brought up a tray. Miss Maud isn't here, I said, when I saw the silver teapot, but the tea was for me. I drank it in fairy sips to make it last the longer. Then I took the tray back down, thinking to save the maid another journey. When they saw me carrying it into the kitchen, however, the girls there stared and the cook said, Well, I never. If you think Margaret ain't quick enough coming, you must speak to Mrs Stiles, but I'm sure Miss Fee never called anyone idle. Miss Fee was the Irish maid who had got sick with a scarlatina. It seemed very cruel to be supposed prouder than her when I was only trying to be kind. But I said nothing. I thought, Miss Maud likes me if you don't. For she was the only one of all of them to have spared me a pleasant word. And suddenly I longed for the time to pass, not for its own sake, but as it would take me back to her. At least at Briar you always knew what the hour was. The twelve struck and then the half and I made my way to the back stairs and hung about there until one of the parlour maids went by and she showed me the way to the library. It was a room on the first floor that you reached from a gallery overlooking a great wood staircase and a hall, but it was all dark and dim and shabby, and it was, and as it was everywhere in that house, you would never have thought, looking about you there, that you were right in the home of a tremendous scholar. But the door to the library, on a wooden shield, hung some creature's head with one glass eye. I stood and put my fingers into its little white teeth, waiting to hear the clock sound one. Through the door came Maud's voice, very faint, but slow and level. Although she might be reading to her uncle from a book. 
So lovely. Can I can I just pick you up on something? Yeah. You've creased the page on my copy. I know. I'm sorry. Can I you had. Know? It was quick. I've had no time for just preparation. Freaking, no time for bookmarks. Just get a piece of paper. Okay. All right. Fine. Uh, so yeah, Maud, Maud and Sue. Eh. There's a bit of tipping the velvet there. Do they get it on? A little bit. Do they? I don't. I don't want to give too many spoilers away because there are a lot of twists and they're amazing. Yeah. Um, Morden, Morden, Sue, they get it on. This is such a good book, Fingersmith, uh, that I can confirm that my wife neglected her children on several occasions uh-huh. to read this book. Uh-huh. Several okay. times well, I walked good. in and saw them literally weeping, um, surrounded by blood, and Beth just reading this book <laughs> in a chair. So that's the best review you can give. Uh, so yeah, that's Fingersmith, which I've just finished, and The Doll Factory, which I read last year, which was great. Uh, and what's that about? So um, the greatest spectacle the city has ever seen is being built in Hyde Park, and among the crowd watching, two people meet. For Iris, an aspiring artist, it is the encounter of a moment, forgotten seconds later. But for Silas, a collector entranced by the strange and beautiful, that meeting marks a new beginning. When Iris is asked to model for the pre-Raphaelite artist Louis Frost, she agrees on the condition that he will also teach her to paint. Suddenly her world begins to expand, to become a place of art and love. But Silas has only thought of one thing since their meeting, and his obsession is darkening. Mm. Uh, So this, like, Silas stuffs animals, basically, in quite a grim way. Yes, He's very It's disturbing. a proper gothic Victorian, but it's a thriller, this book. It's, a, yeah, yeah. It is an, it's like an airport thriller that happens to be historical fiction. I love it. Um, and I'm going to read page 74 from The Doll Factory, uh, which, is, which concerns a street boy who only has one tooth. That becomes necessary for you to know. And he's about to kill a dog. Oh, for God's sake. <laughs> okay. Leave her to me, Albie says, and he approaches the dog carefully. Hush, hush. He fears a bite which will make him go mad and froth at the mouth. The leg is ruined. The dog can only die. It's as raw as the butcher's cuts he's seen the beggar boys tuck up their sleeves for sympathy pennies. You're a pretty little thing, ain't you? He says, as he strokes its back. The dog quietens, its eyeball white with fear. It trembles. Hush, hush, princess. He signals to his friend who hands him a cobblestone. Albie closes his eyes. It is better this way. Better than leaving the animal to die slowly in pain or to be beaten by a group of boys for a lark. And besides, this way he might squeeze another shilling out of Silas one step closer to his new teeth. He would be better off strangling the dog and he'd fetch more money as the skull would be in a single piece. But he couldn't bear to scare the hound like that, to watch the scrambling panic as its pulse faded. A thump, a crack, and silence from the dog. Albie sits on his haunches, panting. The hound's eyelid flickers, but he knows it is dead. He wipes his face with his hand, his fingers shaking as he frees the dog's mashed leg from the cart's wheel. I'm sorry, princess, he says, and he means it too. That's really heartwarming. (laughs) Sleep well, children. Lights out. Well, it's you know, all the, the both of these are very Dickensian, and it's fucking brutal, isn't it? Mm, it really is. I mean, that was that. Was, Dave's got a dog as well. Why would you do that? You've Beth? got a dog. I did it to annoy you. I know that has annoyed me. I've got me. a dog. Yeah, and you. Uh, well, l- I read it though, so I've got the emotions out of the way. If you've read, um, I'm not giving anything away. It's just it annoys me when you. It annoys me. Spoilers. Though. Well, That's thanks. A spoiler, isn't it? Actually, I don't yeah. think we should take that out, Tom. Okay, we can beep around it. Um, so uh, there we are on the same page without a lame page. Uh, thank you very much indeed 
Beth Murray for joining us. This is a booking I made at the breakfast table this morning, Dave, by the way. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. You told me you'd booked her last night, so do you just lie? No, uh, yeah, but I was drinking so that I could say tippity bop, toppity down with the Nazis. <laughs> she forgets so everything. Yeah, yeah. Tippity toppity down <laughs> with the Nazis. Um, thank you very much, Beth Murray. We're going on a run now, me and Beth, by the way. Do you do that? A couple's run? Yeah, got- it's like Howard and Hilda, but with jogging. Yes. <laughs> I, I think it's I think it's fun. Although I do most of the talking because Beth's too out of breath. Is that fair to say? Mm-hmm. I just sort of I just sort of waffle much like this podcast. To be honest, Dave. His legs yes. are a lot longer than mine. That's all I want to say. Mm. And now I'm going back to my crown blog. Okay. Goodbye. Thank you. Here we are then. Elaine Page has left the building. Although she hasn't. She's just sitting behind me to finish her blog off. Mm. Sure, sure, sure. Um, you okay, mate? Was the dog thing a bit much? It was a bit much, if I'm honest. But that's fine. Yeah, I'll get it? over it. Yeah, it was a bit. There's, it's, it, it is a really good book. I cannot recommend it enough. Um, the Doll Factory. It's really, really great. Talking it? of books. Yeah, good. Love it. That sounds like a link. I can hear the, the gears grinding. Come on. Uh, we haven't really caught up. Have you read it yet? Have I read uh, what? Have I read what? Have you yeah. read it yet? Have I read it yet? Have I read it yet? What's he talking about? The one book a year that we... we, we... Oh, The Newly Child. Yeah. Oh, that the is... And- a- the Andrew Child. No, I haven't because it's, it got absolutely terrible reviews when it dropped. No, we we did this on the podcast, Tom. I literally refuted that on the podcast. Hang on, Lane Page is back. I'm what? back. Why don't we do on the same page with an old Lee Child, like a beginning one, like one shot? Yeah. And the new Lee Child that isn't Lee Child. Oh, yeah. yeah. Jack Reacher. Jack we'll Reacher special. <laughs> Jack Reacher special oh, book. Yes. Yeah, that's a Christmas special right there. Oh, Thank you. Yeah. Bye again. Thank you. Bye. Um, you don't get a fee, by the way. Um, so, uh, have you read it? Yeah, yeah. <gasps> Oh my god, Dave. Uh, okay, all right. Well then, t- tell me. Should I? Should I? Oh, yeah, no, you should. Yeah, yeah. Read it. Read it. Read it. Read it. Read it. Oh, amazing. So, oh, that's such good news. That's so exciting because since I read the f- the first sort of half a dozen reviews that came up on Amazon, all went, "Oh my god, it's not him. It's not Jack Reacher. Do oh, not so read hang on. this Are you book. going? Are you going on Amazon reviews? Yeah, that's the mistake, isn't it? Yeah, because as I said on the podcast, there was a, a review in the Independent or one of the broadsheets that basically said. Stop being snobs. Like, people are just going, oh, it's shit because it's not Lee Child. And they probably haven't even read it or formed an actual opinion about it, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. Because they are. It's my favourite moment every year is getting the new Lee Child. Yeah, yeah. And um, I've been reading, I I watched a, did I watch an interview or listen to a podcast with them both? And I think Lee Child was more involved than us cynics think he was. We presumed he just put his name on it and went, we better pop that on to sell it. But it seems like they did a lot of sort of co-writing, toing and froing based on based on the process they describe. Amazing. Okay, fine. I'm going to read it. I'm going to read it. Um, Can I ask you an important question? Have you read Reacher Said Nothing yet? Is that the short story? No, no, no. Reacher Said Nothing is like the sort of DVD commentary of of Lee Child writing one of his Reacher books. So it's a book written by a guy observing Lee Child writing a Reacher book. It is the most compelling thing. Honestly, look it up on your Kindle and you'll read the first sentence, much like with a Jack Reacher book, you'll read the first sentence and you'll be fascinated. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah, I'm going to do that right now. His method and how it works and stuff like that. Reacher Said Nothing. I think it's by Andy Martin who wrote it. It's fantastic. Um, all right, thanks for coming. Kind regards. Don't forget, if you listen to this first thing on Thursday morning, we are doing Fun Time Friday at three pm today on Thursday to be released on Friday. Um, Dave, AOB before we go. Um, zero OB, NAOB. It's a NAOB from me too. Bye bye now. All the best. Kind regards. Take care. Cabin FE A three seven oh nine oh 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 Cabin FE A three seven oh nine oh 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 Cabin FE A three seven oh nine oh 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 that's our Twitter name.
Hold, hold. Oh, wait, get on with it. GreatBigOwl.com There's a very large gap between those. Why does it take so long? I don't know. Sometimes it takes me a while to move my finger one pixel across. It's not easy. <laughs>